Hi, and welcome to Sunday with Mike, show number 97. On today's show, we're going to cover clients that don't read contracts, is Netflix leading the way, great news from the knot, and wedding cost by state. Grab some coffee and join me. I'll be right back. So do you feel better when you and your client have both signed a contract? I know that I do, generally because it gives me some sense of well-being. Two people have sat down and agreed to the rules that we're going to use going forward. Once in a while, you have to make an adjustment for an event, but for the most part, you have the same terms and conditions with each of your clients and you start to get comfortable. Then all of a sudden, you get a slap in the face because someone didn't really read the contract and now you're the bad guy for enforcing it. This has happened to me recently and all I can say is that I'm really grateful that it doesn't come up very often. The story goes like this. A bride-to-be signs a contract, pays her deposit, and everything seems fine for about six months until you start nearing the wedding date. This is when you find out that some of the things that you hold very important to your process that they have no intentions of completing. It's too much work, according to them, and they are busy. But they sign the contract, and it says in the contract, as plain as day, that it's required. Okay, so then you find out there's another problem with this same client. They want you to get twice as much music as you could possibly play in the time that's allowed, and again, you have this covered in your contract as well. And now we have a second problem with the same client because they didn't read the contract. So even though we have a no-refund policy on our deposits, I decided to offer her a complete refund. Why? Because the future headaches just simply aren't worth it. If she would have read the contract, we wouldn't be having this problem because she would have either accepted the terms or never signed it in the first place. A fellow DJ, Alan Dotson, made his clients initial each part so that they can't say that they didn't read it. I have never had to go to this extreme, but it is something to consider if today's clients can't be trusted to read the very document that is meant to solve most of the problems before they ever come up. I really liked this particular bride and I thought that it was going to be a fun event, but it went bad really quickly as soon as any responsibilities were placed on her and I was really glad to be honest with you that she accepted my offer to refund her money. DJ Event Planner will change the way you manage and run your business. Streamline all of your procedures and software into one easy-to-manage system. DJ Event Planner, the ultimate online planning tool.
Can you imagine a company deleting all of your online reviews? I didn't expect it to really happen, but I've been fearful that it might happen for a really long time now. For many years, I didn't ask my clients for any online reviews, and instead, I would depend on our own survey letters to help me get feedback from them and to help grow my business. Then one day, as online reviews became more and more popular, I asked myself, why didn't I want to put them online? And after some soul searching, I found that the answer was because I would lose control of something that was very valuable to me. I don't take reviews lightly. I work really hard for my clients and to earn every single review that we get, and they're hard to come by. So imagine waking up one day to realize that all of your reviews are gone. Just poof, they're gone. That's it. And that's exactly what Netflix did, but not just for one user, but all of their reviews, the entire online system that thousands and thousands of people over the years have left reviews are poof, gone. Just like that. According to Netflix, they said that reviews aren't important anymore. So what does this have to do with you being a DJ? Well, plenty if other companies decide to start following their example and start deleting reviews saying they're no longer important. So the only thing that you can and should be doing right now if you haven't already done so is to have a printed copy of every review you've ever been given. By having a hard copy, you can always have access to your reviews no matter what some other company decides to do with them. So spend some time printing out your online reviews from every source that you can think of. I place mine in three-inch binders with protector sheets. If a potential client ever wants to look over your past reviews, pull out one of your binders and hand it to them and watch their eyes. They look like a kid in a candy store. They really can't believe what they are seeing. And for me, it's worth the cost of printing, the binders, and all of the protector sheets. Once you see the power of handing someone a binder full of reviews from your past clients about your services, you'll wonder why you had not thought of this idea sooner. We have some great news from our friends over at The Knot, which is the world's largest wedding website for brides. In the past, your clients had to have an account on The Knot if they wanted to leave a review of your services. We recently received an email from them saying that this rule has been changed, and to be honest about it, we couldn't be more excited. It doesn't matter if your clients have an account on the knot or not, they can still leave you a fantastic review on the knot.com. Speaking of the knot, have you updated your storefront lately? Have you added any new photos, tweaked the wording? All of these things require some of your time once in a while to keep your account operating at its best, regardless whether you have a free or a paid account. 
The Knot also has a resource that I like to use for price shopping brides. It's pretty funny how they trust all things related to The Knot except this price sheet saying what the average cost of a wedding is. I think today's couples don't care what the average budget is. All they think about is that it doesn't apply to them, so who cares? But it does matter, And but I haven't been able to convince a single bride to come back from the dark side by presenting this particular form. Every day I find it more and more occurrences of DJs are dropping clients and then those clients wonder why they have trouble finding a last minute replacement DJ for $200. Getting back on point, take advantage of the Knot's new policy and take advantage of their terrific traffic flow. Share your reviews everywhere. Sprinkle them all over the web because you never know where your next client is going to come from. And continuing from our last segment, this one's sort of related because if you do any amount of research at all for the average cost of a wedding, it's going to be hard not to discover that the average cost in the United States is $25,000. There are a lot of variations and varieties. For example, let's take my own state of Louisiana. The actual average cost is $20,000. But if you decide to have that same wedding in New Orleans, the cost will jump up to $44,000 according to the knot. So where are you located and how much is the average cost in your state? Well, thanks to a brand new study by the wedding industry research company called The Wedding Report, Inc., we can tell you how much the average couple spends on their wedding in each and every state. I'm going to share the link to the in the description column down below for you, and I highly recommend that you check out this article if you're connected in any way at all to the wedding industry. One of the big mistakes that people make is to assume that all DJs can charge the same rate across the country. Of course, this is not true, and all you have to do is realize uh, to realize this is to look at the cost of living in each state. That's different, and of course, DJ prices and everything else is going to be different in every state, which in my opinion is the driving force and explains why there's so much variance in the prices. There are also hidden benefits to this report. As a DJ, you can compare your current rates to other DJs in other states that are similar in cost to your own state. So now when someone says they charge a really large number for weddings, the first thing that you want to do is look up that state on this chart and it will help you to understand why there's such a large variance across the United States. So that's going to be our show for today. I hope you'll share it with some of your friends. Give me your thoughts down in the comments section and be sure to give us a thumbs up. We're still saving a seat for you in the Sunday with Mike Facebook group, and I hope you'll join me there and here next week.